Thank you guys for joining me on Every Ray Living. You already know it is your girl Rayette. Welcome. First and foremost, as always, thank you for taking the time out of your day to make me a part of your day and allow me to talk you through whatever you're doing or whatever you're going through. But real quick, I wanted to jump on here because this is the 14th day out of my 47 days that I have decided to um, pay honor to myself for turning 47. So grateful and blessed that um, I'm able to see another day, another year, all that good stuff. But I decided not to have a birthday party, gathering, or any of those things, I decided to take some time to just enjoy turning 47. And one of the things that was put on me to do was take 47 days and be intentional about certain things and be intentional about doing certain things and being intentional about not doing certain things. And so that's what I'm doing right now. And this is, like I said, day 14 um, of me doing it. Am I giving you guys a play-by-play -play of every little thing that I've done or is doing and all that good stuff? I am not. But I'm putting things out there that's put on me to share with you guys in the event, you know, somebody's dealing with the same things or, you know, have a question about something. I'm just trying to be a little light for you because someone, more than one, has been that same light for me. If nothing more than just listening and talking to me. Because you definitely can learn a lot by listening. So what I'm going to talk to you guys about briefly today is taking care of our mental health. We hear it all the time. We hear self-care is the best care. But I think sometimes we stop at getting our nails done, getting our uh, eyebrows done and our eyelashes and getting a massage and all that. And all that's great and you need all that. But I'm talking about on the inside too. And, and the most important is your mental. And that's the one thing that we're getting a little bit more comfortable with talking about. But I still think we just talk about it on the surface. We talk about things that might not make us look a certain way. And what I want to talk to you guys about is PMS. But I also want to talk to you guys about the more extreme version of PMS. And it is um, PMDD. And that stands for, if I don't butcher it, premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And I'm going to share with you a couple of symptoms and all that good stuff that comes along with that. The reason I wanted to do it is because I was diagnosed with PMDD a couple years ago. I've always had PMS syndrome. I've always been moody around that time ever since I can remember. Um, I always suffer with the worst cramps in the world, it seemed like. Um, and I know I'm not alone in that because my daughter suffers from um, really bad cramps and a whole nother story. But I always had edginess, moodiness, and all that. But as I got older, it got worse. So much so that my cousin, who's like my best friend, um, shout out to Amina, she said, cuz, you need to get that checked out. You need to make sure your hormones are intact because you are all over the place with being edgy, moody, everything gets on your nerves, and people aren't really doing anything to you. So fast forwarding, I... Um, had the worst panic attack and I didn't make the correlation that it was around that time of the month and these are the emotions and let me just say this I'm not a doctor um, I'm not licensed to tell anybody what to do or what not to do I'm just speaking from my own personal experience what I've looked up what I've read the information that has been given to me and I'm just sharing it so do your own research talk to your OBGYN or your family physician I'm just putting it out there um, what I have dealt with. Um, although I haven't had all the symptoms I'm going to talk about, I just want to make sure um, I'm giving you guys as much information as I can in the event 
you're dealing with some of these emotions around the time of your month and you can't quite figure it out because you feel like, well, this isn't part of PMS um, because it seemed like it's a little worse. It's not PMS. It's PMDD, you know. Um, and I just want to open up a door for someone to talk about it with their significant other, with family members, because all these symptoms can affect people in your family and that are close to you. So, um, again, it's usually self diagnosable especially if you are aware that around that time of the month I get to feel in a little melancholy I don't feel so good my back hurt my breast hurt those are all like normal um, symptoms when you're having PMS but if you have PMDD it causes extreme mood shifts it can disrupt work and damage relationships and the reason it can do that is because of the symptoms I'm about to um, talk about extreme sadness, hopelessness, irritability, or anger, on top of your regular PMS syndrome, tender breasts and bloating and all that good stuff. So if you're at work and your relationships and everything is bothering you, you're irritated about any and everything, that's why I can, you know, ruin relationships because you got all these emotions that you really don't know where they're coming from and why they're coming and all that good stuff. So it can put you in a deal pickle. Um, we already talked about the mood swings. You can have sadness, anger, anxiety, hopelessness, or panic attack. Now, I'm 47 years old, and I think in my entire life I had three panic attacks. And they were all around the time that I was about to start my period. I didn't make the correlation, but I knew something else was going on when everything would bother me. And then on top of that, having some type of panic attack. And I think at some point, we've all at some point in our life been a, had a touch of that having a panic attack about something. Um, you can have excessive sleepiness or insomnia. So you can have one or the other. And at some point I've had both. Um, irritability or crying, that's another thing that we've already went over. Appetite changes and bloating. Let's just stop right there. For me, those two battled. I'd be craving stuff that I normally wouldn't want to eat at the same time or whatever and then I would feel bloated and then I would start feeling like I can see my body expanding right before my eyes and then yeah that whole thing and then you can have depression that's a whole nother situation I don't really want to get off into um, because depression is a whole nother situation but you definitely can experience that in in your premenstrual uh, cycle or having PMDD I have not but I'm just putting it out there that it's there. You can have a diminished interest in usual activities, meaning things that you used to do or you enjoy doing on a regular day, you could kind of be like, eh, I don't really want to do that today or the next day. But then, you know, once you come out of that um, and all those symptoms lift, you'll find yourself, let's go skydiving, even though you just didn't want to do it. Um, economic or social dysfunction due to the symptoms. Fatigue, feeling overwhelmed, food craving, headache. I do experience the headache. When I don't have no other symptoms because I wake up to the headache, I can't focus on any other symptoms because sometimes my headaches are like so deep that I'm like, I can't do anything else. I can't think about what other uh, emotion I'm lingering in. Increased sensitivity to rejection. Let's pause there. Now, I did suffer with this too, um, and sometimes I still will, depending. If I call Jada and she doesn't answer the phone, I take it real personal. Now, don't get me wrong. 
Jada is like most of these kids these days. I'll get to you, leave you on red, call you back when they feel like it. But around that time, I'm real sensitive to that because my thing is, you know, you see me calling, you know, you know, I'm going to be mad and you don't know what I could want and you're just ignoring my phone call. But I'm more sensitive to that. And I feel like it's people that were close to you, too which is why you need to get a handle on it if you if you don't, because those are the people who get it the worst. So that's why it's important to check yourself. Self-critical thoughts. Now, I was very critical, and I can be very critical of myself, but honey, around this time, I know I'm not 110, but I'm not 310 pounds either. But at that time of the month, <clears throat> you can't tell me I'm not 500 pounds. You can't tell me I don't look a certain way. And then after like a week or however many days I've lingered in that, it goes away. And then I'm back to like, oh, I'm the bomb. I feel this. I feel that. Blah, 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 blah. Such a drastic uh, change from, you know, the week prior or days or whatever. Um, and you don't have all these same symptoms every month. But you can, you know, and they can like change out, you know. And then going back to um, the whole weight thing, it says water retention or weight gain. We all know we're going to gain some weight around that time of the month because that's just how it is. But sometimes I will gain at least 7 to 10 pounds, no joke. And I won't be doing anything any different. Okay, sidebar. I do. Because when those cravings hit, I'll be like, oh, I need a Cupid's burger. And Cupid's is a real, you know, popular uh, burger place here in our hometown. But I only get a plain hamburger and fries. But I'll eat it probably the whole week if I could or oh, I need another hamburger and I'll go back maybe that evening if I've had it earlier in the afternoon like stuff like that so we already know bread and hamburger and french fries that's not good for your body anyway but imagine craving that multiple times a day for a week or two you know obviously you're not going to be looking your best you're not going to be walking the runway with those extra uh, LBS's on you but those are just some of the things that you know, people experience with having PMDD. And if you already have PMS and you're noticing around that time of the month, it seems like it's getting worse. I'm just saying check into it. Um, it's not going to hurt you um, to make sure you're good. Or if you, if you know this isn't you, it doesn't hurt to let your doctor know, hey, you know, these symptoms seem a little out of control. I want to get a, you know, a good handle on it before it gets out of control. Um, some of the treatments are um first of all self-care felt uh as i'm trying to say two things at once self-care is the best defense against anything um recognizing that there may be an issue is the best first defense because you can acknowledge okay i don't like this i don't feel it and from there you can go get treatment even if it's just talking to someone letting you know these are the feelings that i'm having and then your doctor can say that is perfectly normal what do we want to do about it because that's that's everything just acknowledging that you know that's an issue because some of us like to live in i can do it myself it ain't that bad and then you get around somebody you snap their head off and you're because trust me i've been there i've had to apologize to a couple people over the year when I got in that emotion because I'm like, wow, that was too rough. And it may not have been something like earth shattering, but just cutting them off real sharp when they're just, you know, saying something natural and normal to you. 
That's when I knew. I didn't like that. I don't like just getting smart with people for no reason. So when I saw that I was lingering in that, I definitely wanted to make sure I got that checked into. Um, some of the treatments are, uh, like I said, acknowledging it because then you can be like, okay, you know what? I know what this is. Physical exercise. I work so many days and hours and stand it. Sometimes coming home, exercising is the last thing I'm thinking of. But, um, and my foot makes it, you know, that much more difficult too. But exercising, yoga, breathing, all that stuff helps. Um, and allowing stress to stay away from you because that helps triggers some of your emotions. So I'm being very cognizant, especially in these 47 days and being mindful of what I allow to be a distraction in my world, in my life, in my mental, because I'm not trying to be living in stress and I'm not trying to buy everybody else's problems for the day. We all have our own life, our own problems. So we don't need to add to it by letting everybody else bring unnecessary and unwanted issues to us. Um, you can get medicines. And again, that's something, you know, I would encourage somebody to talk to their doctor about. I'm not here to uh, tell you that, but I will tell you that I did ended up getting on um, birth control that that helped with the cramps, that helped with my back labor, because I swear I felt like I was um, about to deliver a phantom baby. But um, it did help with um, some of my physical um issues that I was having, like I said, back cramps, my pelvic feel like I'm about to, you know, have it on the floor, you know, it did help with all those things. Um, I don't take medicines and I'm not opposed to doing those things, but for me, I know what it is. I know what causes it so I can have a better grip on it. So, um, again, all that stuff is out there. Don't be afraid to check on yourself. Don't be afraid to go to the doctor. You know, I used to catch a lot of heat, especially from girls at work. Oh, Rand will go to the doctor for this or a stomachache or whatever. Absolutely. There's no shame in taking care of yourself. I think you look crazy if you're trying to show that you can endure so, endure so much pain before you go to the doctor. I'm not like that. I'm not built for that, and I don't want to be built for that. Now, I'm not going to go for every little thing. I am going to do some home remedies and work out some things and all that good stuff. But to avoid going to the doctor because you want to have the label of, I don't go to the doctor. Oh, okay, but you will go. And some of those same people, you know, go to the doctor, you know, quite a bit, probably more than I do. But um, at the end of the day, in the beginning of the next, taking care of your mental is just as important as your your body. Because if your um, mental isn't good, nothing else is going to work right. Self-preservation is the first laws of life. You cannot take care of anyone else until you take care of yourself. And I say that because I'm learning that in every aspect of my life. Sometimes we give so much attention to other things and other people that we neglect ourselves. And sometimes we do that so we don't have to focus on ourselves. But I just said I'm going to be intentional about sharing that. I had no intention. I really didn't even know if I was going to get on here this weekend. But... I said, you know what? I'm going to because someone needs to hear that PMDD is a normal thing. You don't have to think you're crazy. You don't got to care if somebody else thinks you're crazy. But the reality is it is a real thing and it's manageable. You don't necessarily need medicine for it if you don't feel like you need to take it. And if you do, you can. I mean, there's options out there. But I think the biggest um, 
defense against it is just knowing, knowing your body, being in tune with your body. And I have to thank my aunt Louise um, for always making me and us in general as women and, you know, the men in our family, which isn't that many, feeling comfortable with knowing your body, staying in tune with your body, um, getting to know your body and knowing when something's off in your body. It's important because no one else is going to know you better than you. And I tell Jada that all the time. I'm in her ear about certain things. Um, I make her understand it's not, you don't need to be a hero dealing with pain. I'm here to make sure that you know you don't have to deal with that. You don't have to live your life suffering. That's not what we're put on this earth to do. I even tell it to my boys. You know, everybody's grown. They're ultimately going to make their own decisions and go whatever direction they want to go in. But you don't have to let them go without you, you know, telling them, nope, you don't got to go that way. You can go this way. But it's important that we know that we have to take care of ourselves first and foremost because no one else is everybody will be there to listen to you moan and groan and tell all your business but they're really not giving you no real insight you know what i mean they're really not going to help you at the core of it all because you got to help you better and more than somebody else does if that makes sense but i just wanted to jump on here and share that with you guys um and you already know until the next time we're going to talk about it. you guys have a great weekend a great start to your week um a great day whatever time you listen to it have a great one and you already know we're gonna talk about it